0: Welcome to Combat Sports Talk, a podcast dedicated to UFC and Bellator discussion, the MMA community, and combat sports in general. I'm your host, Ryan Smith, and joining me this week is the double champ, George G-Money Stallworth.
1: What's up? In my Darren Till impression. <laughs> 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 you know, one of one of my fighters is a Darren Till fanatic. And I, I haven't spoken with him since, but I'm waiting to, like, poke my finger in this open wound. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. And. But, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that, that was it. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's okay. Combat sports world.
0: And the man with the keys to victory, John Keys.
2: Hey, what's happening, everybody? Another beautiful night in our neck of the woods.
0: All right. Now, some of you may be wondering where KC Kelechi Onyebuchi is. He is actually in the audience tonight. And so he's already throwing things up on the uh, uh on the screen. He says Darren doesn't matter till he wins again. And he <laughs> emphasis on the till. Uh
2: so so just so y'all know, he 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 doesn't you know, uh Casey is out. He 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 isn't he's under the weather, he doesn't have the Rona. So he will be back with us very soon. Get well very soon, Casey.
0: But he is watching and he is going to be sending us comments just like you can. So if you want to say something, if you want to get in on this conversation, just type in the box. We'll put it on the screen
1: and we'll talk about it. So, so um, what you're saying is Casey, Casey is playing hooky from work, but is actually moonlighting his other job by, you know, making comments with us. <laughs>
0: I am not touching that with a ten foot pole. I right, look.
1: I'm just asking. That's what it feels like. Casey, are you playing hooky from Combat Sports Talk? <laughs> Guys, I'm not gonna be on tonight, but I'll be. I'll be sending messages.
0: <laughs> no, what it is, he's. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. Look, we go. Mm. We gonna go on because I don't want to get him in any kind of trouble. <laughs> well, for for uh for Casey. Sonia says to feel better soon. So, you know, we hope to get him back next week and be full stream. Full stream. Uh, yeah. So, so KC is like, uh, come on, coach, you can't put me on like that. Like, come on, man. <laughs> gotta have a to brother's defend back.
1: Yourself. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, you got a full seven
0: days. You'll you'll defend yourself next week. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> like, you know, the, the thing is, out when out it comes week. when it comes to combat and KC, he never defends himself.
2: Oh, what, what? You ain't here. You ain't here.
0: You ain't here. (laughs) No, I told him, I told him, I said, after we, after we posted the fight again, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to be, we're going to let the, uh, let the battle die. You're going to let the the back and forth about the fights. We're going to let it down. We're going to, we're just going to let it go. Why? 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 Because we have been, Casey and I have been going back and forth about those fights for five years.
2: All right. it's been five years
0: since that fight and we're still okay. talking about it
2: okay so so promise me this promise me this if John Jones and Daniel Cormier finally let it go then y'all let it go okay when they do that
0: listen listen huh? I, I, huh? no huh? We, we we're gonna show John Jones and Daniel Cormier how to bury a hatchet and we're okay, gonna so- do that
2: so I just forgot to mention this to you while we were doing the the meeting a little bit earlier. I should have added this in that uh, I do believe Dana White has said that Mr. Jones is going up to heavyweight all of a sudden, that the next fight that he will be having will be his heavyweight debut. But it now, doesn't hold on, matter. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my gosh. My, hit my music. All right, it's already going to start. Here okay. we go. <laughs> <laughs> conspiracy theories. So, Let's go. All right.
1: So, he, he didn't want to give you the music.
2: Uh, okay, so check it out. Here's how it's gonna go.
0: Oh, down. it
1: played. It played.
2: <laughs> I did it. I thought <laughs> I heard it play. So this, this is what's gonna happen. John Jones is gonna go to is, is gonna do his first fight debut at Heavyweight, and something will happen at the Steve A uh Daniel Cormier fight. Something tells me that Daniel's gonna say, I got one more fight in me. So now Daniel's got motivation to definitely keep that title. Okay. We're going to see Daniel win. And then he's going to say, I know there's one more fight in me and I know who I want. And he is on his way. And trust me, it's going to be John Jones.
0: I've seen All it. right. You heard it here. Uh, he, You know, he's been right before. I mean, I don't remember it, but I know it's happened. What?
1: <laughs> he, he taking shots at you worse than Everybody's getting crazy.
0: some. Only person's not getting some is the guy who can kick me in the leg and hurt me. That's the only person that's not getting it. Um so so let's get into it. This is the headliner. The thing that I want to talk about. It's not the number one thing that we're gonna talk about, but it's the number one thing I want to talk about. This is the headliner. Here we go. <laughs> This is the headliner segment. This is where we talk about the number one thing that I want to talk about, and that is, we have a fight, folks. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. It's gonna happen. Eight rounds of exhibition.
2: Hmm. Ain't gonna be no eight rounds of exhibition. I don't think it's
0: gonna go that long.
2: No, it's not. It's, it, it might be thirty seconds of exhibition because, like Mike Tyson has famously said, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Okay. So Roy Jones gonna hit him hard. And Mike Tyson is going to revert back to twenty-one-year-old Mike Tyson. That he's really he's going to forget where he is, and he's going to go back in full-on mode.
0: Listen, here's the <laughs> Are you thing saying for Mike's me: Mike's
2: going to win this.
1: Are you saying Roy's going to win? it?
2: I'm saying rest in peace, Roy Jones. Okay, Mike <laughs> is going to murder him in that ring, and you know they might as well have the ambulance parked right next to it because they're going to need they're going to be a resuscitation needed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm just. I'm looking up right now to see if I can see a a training footage of of uh, Roy Jones Jr. whether or not I could see him training. see what he looks like because I know Mike Tyson looks amazing. Bill Fire over here, he's saying he's saying three rounds, no more than that. He's giving Roy Jones jr. three rounds to try to make himself look 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 respectable before he gets dropped like a like a bad habit.
2: Wow! Remember, people. Uh, Mike Tyson's average ring time was like what a minute, right? Uh, in his entire career, he doesn't go long. Okay, he's he's a he's a he's a brawler of the of of the absolute elite caliber, and really the worst case scenario of fighter that you can ever
1: want to want to want to match up against. I, I don't I don't know if I would go so far as to call him a brawler. Mike is pretty precise and 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 very. Very precision movement. oriented. Like he, he places his shots very well. He's not in there brawling with you. It's- okay. Uh with technical a technical brawler? Would
2: that be a better I, I kinda uh, like that one or Okay, yeah. a technical brawler. We'll call him that. Because you're right. He does pick his shots. He is a master of the six four uh Gustamato system uh combination. Alright. and if you if you don't understand, there's a regular boxing combination which goes to one through six, and there's the Gustamotto system which goes through one through eight, which adds hooks and 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 other uh, techniques. And Mike Tyson's known for the six four, which is a left hook, and was a left uh, strike to the kidneys, and then well, no left hook to the body, and then a left up, uh, uppercut. So just anybody can master that you've pretty much won and Mike Tyson's
0: mastered it yeah I I just don't I the the thing is I want to see what Roy Jones is doing these days like I tried to find a video and it's it, it was nothing like what are you doing Roy Jones because we see Mike Tyson getting in shape we see him in the gym hitting pads doing the thing what are you doing because right now and and this is the thing is that Mike Tyson opened up as a minus 300 betting favorite um, you know, it it uh-huh. you know, people, <laughs> pe- people them, have them. kind of closed it down a little bit, but um but yeah, I think a lot of people think Roy Jones is going to get smoked.
2: Okay, so this is one thing a lot of people don't don't remember about Roy Jones. His last fight was in 2018. <laughs> Excuse me. Um so and uh, if I don't remember he won that. So,
0: did he fight Mike Tyson? No. Okay, okay then it don't count all
2: right that's great <laughs> what see i was gonna be like well that's just like any other fighter fighting mike tyson no i can't use that analogy because we're literally talking about mike tyson, mike tyson. Now. tyson. Okay, all right? we know this all right he was probably anybody if it ain't mike tyson it was a tomato can okay we know this all right so is there any chance him. that
0: mike tyson he looks good on camera, but when he gets actually in the ring, that he's not. Because he, here's the thing: it's an exhibition fight. That that the, the, they might just stand around and spar and just like not even really hit each other. Like that. That's the that's a the, there's a chance of that too. Like this thing goes eight rounds because they're not really trying to hit each other and trying to do anything with each other. Like is
2: so, that? It... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Post the question, please.
0: So Sorry. I'm just saying, is 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 that what we're likely to see? Is a Mike Tyson who just wanted to get the feel of actually having kind of a you know a, a a fight but not really wanting to win the fight or trying to take Roy Jones's head off or are we going to see the old iron Mike Tyson
2: Are you asking if we're going to see a Mike Tyson that doesn't want to win is that what you're asking that's going that the are you asking the king lion himself not to kill his prey in his own fighting grounds? Is no,
0: that what you're asking? no, I'm not asking that at all. I'm asking is Mike Tyson, who has come to peace with the demons that have chased him into the ring, that Mike Tyson, who has had a lengthy career of doing a lot of other things and now just happens to be getting back into the boxing thing, but is not the same guy that we have known back in the 90s. He's not the same guy. I mean, he's the same frame, he's got the same skills, but he's not the same mentality. And so it may not be the same Mike Tyson that, we, that, that we're expecting to go into the ring.
2: You want to say something, Coach? Yeah, go ahead and say this, because I got one thing to add to that.
1: I mean, you're right. We are going to be seeing a 50-year-old man with a 50-year-old body that is, has been plagued from years of, of abuse, both in the ring and out of the ring. And so if you're walking in expecting to see Mike in his 20s, in his prime, no, that's not what you're going to see. But I tell you something else you're not going to see. You're not going to see a 50-year-old Mike who walks in there and is just there for pitter-patter or whatever. Whatever. Mike spoke about this at great lengths on one of his podcasts, and he, he's like, the, the, the gods of war are beckoning me. I want this. You, you hear what I'm saying? It's like... And I can't imagine a guy who's willing, at 50, to step back in the ring only only doing it to step back in there and say, I want to, I want to pitter-patter. Mike's going back in there because of his love of the game, and I, I think that's what we're going to see. I'm not saying it's going to be the greatest fight you've ever seen from Mike Tyson by no means. Uh, but okay. I, I think for the product we're being presented, I think you're going to see a very apt and and, and skilled 50-year-old Mike Tyson Taking on another very skilled, fifty-year-old—I I forget how old Roy is, but su- similar in age, Roy Jones Jr. And I think it's going to make for an, an interesting fight, if 47. nothing else.
0: Wait, no. Sorry. Not mm-hmm. for no, not forty-seven. I'm sorry. He is fifty-one. So yeah. Mike Tyson's three years older.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things. Uh, Roy Jones retired. Uh, on a one two three a four win uh, a four win streak, uh, the re- retired champion of the WBU Criway title. Um, two, Mike Tyson still looks the same. They showed a picture of him uh, of him recently and they showed a picture of him back in 1986. He has the same body, his face just has he has facial hair and a tattoo now. And three. The man that that who used to fight his demons has now made peace with his demons and will now have those same demons hyping him in his corner. That makes him an extremely dangerous man when he no longer has to fight his
1: demons.
0: So we're going to see like this is why it's the number one story. I am super amped about it. I'm going to let yeah. Phil have the last word. What Phil says is there won't be any brawling before the third round. Tyson will be calm and collective. Then TKO round three.
2: Wow. Everybody's going for the third round. I, I'm glad y'all think he's going to take that long. I'm
0: All glad. right. All right. So that, that's it. That's the headliner. We're going to look at the fights that happened on Saturday night. I'm going to give you some, 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 some results and we'll talk about it. This is the official decision. This is the official decision. This is where we're looking at UFC on ESPN 14, Whitaker versus Till. Saturday, J- July 25th, 2020 at the Fight Island on uh, the Flash Forum on Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi, the UAE. Uh, th- there were some good fights on the card. We're going to go through some of the results. It looks like I only have four of the five fights for some reason on the, the Yeah, I just, the I just saw that.
2: I was yeah. like, wait a minute. You missed um, best the best the, the, a good fight there. But yeah. anyway.
0: So uh so we got Paul Craig who defeated uh Yeah, come on. Who defeated Shimarod anti antiglove via submission in round one? All it was a triangle right, choke. You. It is a triangle choke. There you go. <laughs> yes, I knew yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it's quick. Paul Craig is creeping on the come up here. I mean, he is he's a 205er, you know, he's trying to make his way up the ladder in uh in in the light heavyweight division. You know, there's a lot of killers up there. I I, I this is a he's going to be one of those guys that we're going to want to talk about um here in the next couple of fights that he has.
2: And he will be a good fit fit in that in that in that murderer's row because he went in there and I mean, it was a pure aggressive testosterone field fight that ended with with a oh it was a, it was a good triangle choke. He was very patient with them. And it mm-hmm. just the more the more that uh Gads moved the 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 worse it got for him. So it was just like it was sunk in and you know, it's over.
0: Right. So, anyway. All right, the cookie monster, Carla Esparza defeated Maria Rodriguez via split decision. Carla Esparza came out strong at the beginning. Maria Rodriguez came stronger at the end. There are a lot of people who said that they thought Rodriguez won that fight.
2: I have to disagree. Just because she, lo- that Carla looked bad at the at the end. Carla looked like
0: it. Sophia on the color purple.
2: Oh, uh, you need to uh, quit. Okay.
0: It's <laughs> right, like right there. I'm not going to do it. I'm not big puffy it. I, eye.
2: I was going to say, I was gonna I was going to quote the movie, but I'm not going to do it. I'm I'm gonna
0: be good. There there. it is. This Carlos Spars right there.
2: (laughs) But um, it was a good fight. It was a good back and forth fight. The one, the one thing that I will say exactly what the corner said, what everybody said. Why is Carla trying to? Carla was doing great by by outpointing Rodriguez, and it, it seemed like that Carla wanted to finish her, and it was just like no you grind her out that's your tools your tools are your skill set is designed to grind people out grind her out quit trying to go for a finish It presents itself by all means go for it but she she did excellent grinding her out but she wanted it seemed like she wanted to finish her and it took her coaches to like look chill out go for the grind and that's what she finally did and that's what got her to win so you know.
0: Yeah, it Sorry. it didn't have to be as close a fight as it was, though. Um, no, it did not. This, this could have been a Carla Esparza walking away with. But, you know, we were talking before the show, this could potentially put Carla Esparza in, in prime position to fight for a title unexpectedly.
2: Yes. Um, it looks like, from what Dana White was saying, that, you know, a lot of the division is either... Out with injuries, uh, a couple are getting, uh, are, are, are having surgery, one's having a baby, so it's actually, I think it's, believe, believe it or not, it's Carla and Maria and JJ and Rose are, are available fighters right now. So it looks like that there, and, you know, of course, as Zhang, Will if we, if they, you know, if they can get her to Yaz Island again, if we do another fight on, but for right now, it looks like it's those four fighters that are, that are left in the division to fight it out. So it could be a winner's, you know, a winner's, the winner's fight and the loser's fight. And then, you know, we'll see what happens.
0: Well, here's the thing, you know, we, it's clear that, that Ioannion Jacek, George, is a better fighter than Carla Esparza, but Joanna got, got her shot and she didn't get it done. Would you put Joanna on in the, in the ring against Zhang Wei Lee again, or would you, would you go with some fresher blood like Carla Esparza? Who's who's on a, on a couple of fight win streak. Uh,
1: JJ's coming off off of that loss. So you, you gotta, you gotta square up against someone else, preferably somebody else who's coming off a loss as well. That way you give her a chance to really, you know, make a, a showing or a case for any, any future title shots. That's my thoughts on it. All right. And so, I, don't give me, I'm a JJ fan. Like, I like JJ. Mm-hmm. I want that belt back around her waist. Right. right. We'll, we'll see.
0: So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I feel like Joanna has had a number of opportunities to fight for the title. I want to see someone else fight for it. I don't think Carla Esparza is the person, though. Like, even though she's put together some good fights and she put together some wins, I don't. I I I think that at the top of the strawweight division there are three women. It's Zhang Wei Li, Rose Thug No Eunice, and Joanna Young-Jaychik. Everybody else is a distant is, is is far behind. You, you, even even people like Claudia Gadelha and 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 Jessica Andrange, Those they they don't have what it takes to wear that belt. Um, even though Adraj did beat Rose Rose Nama Yunus, I mean, we saw in the rematch that it wasn't even really that close. So so I, I just I, I, I feel like there's there's really three at the top and I I, I wanna see Rose versus Zhang Wei Lee. If we can make that happen, great. If we can't, then let's wait. Because everything else is not really interesting to me.
1: Well that uh, and- Go, go ahead. Go ahead. J- go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, it's not that I'm not interested in seeing Wei Li fight any other fights, and I would like her to get a couple of, I guess, what you would say, tune-up fights, even as the champ, in order to prep her for some of the competition that she's going to be faced with, in, in particularly in Rose and anyone else who comes back looking for that that second or third um, opportunity at the belt, such as JJ. So I, I would like to see Zhang Wei Li fight someone, you know, maybe a number six or number seven ranked opponent or something like that, one, to give her that octagon time. Because we haven't seen her. We haven't seen her against some of the lesser opponents in that division, and I think that would be good for her um, as the champ. And also, it, it gives us a little bit more time to look at her.
2: Okay. Okay. And plus, and plus, this is one of those situations, just like when uh, John Jones was uh, was introduced to the light heavyweight division, he had to evolve that division. We have three women, three fighters, uh, excellent fighters that can evolve that division. So we need them to cycle through these fighters so they can be better, so we so, can get a better division out there in the so, in the end run.
0: So I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the 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 the. You're the current rankings right now for women's straw weight. Wang Zayli Zhe, uh, Wang. Um, sorry. Zhang Weili. There you go. Um, she's the champ. You got Rose at number one. Jessica Andrade, who's going to be falling because she just lost to Rose. Yeah. at number three. Um, and then you've got Tatiana Suarez and Nina Ansaroff. So those are two that we haven't talked about, uh, talked a lot about. But they are also co- up and coming fighters that we could potentially see. So I think Carla Esparza is probably better off, um, possibly f- facing one of those if, if if she can get that fight. Other otherwise, she may have to face uh, uh, Jessica Andrange or Claudia Gadelha. But I think she's already fought them.
2: Um, I think honestly, it should be if if it's if it's got to happen, if there's if there's a fight that's got to be made. I would put JJ versus Maria, Marina Rodriguez, and I'll put Carla versus Rose. That's the, that's, the, that's the natural progression of it, and let Evolution do what it does best, and cull out the weak and make the strong. Yeah. Car- uh, and who does Way Lee fight?
0: Rose. She's got to fight yeah, Rose but, next. No,
1: who who Rose. did you just... I, I thought you just said Rose was...
2: Well, it'd be Rose versus Carla... And whoever wins out of that fight should go after should go after Waylee. All right.
0: Because
2: what happens if Carla beats Rose in that odd sense of the world and Earth Two, Carla just beat Rose Rose Namajunas. She's got to fight Waylee Zhang at that point. So are you going to still say that she's not worthy of it when she just beat Rose Namajunas, Thug No Hair Namajunas?
1: Okay. So, I'm trying so, to pull up the ranking so I I can give you what what I think. So uh, this Rose had a broken
0: she... nose. She had a had surgery um so, yeah, had surgery about out. 10 days ago. So, so she's that out. Yeah, that's what's going to make it hard for her.
2: So that means it's going to be it could be Carla and Wayley Zhang and JJ versus Marina.
0: But Carla is not as high as as you guys are. Carla is like 7. Yeah. I know.
2: I'm looking got she's got, she's
0: looking, got Tatiana looking, Suarez and Nina Ansarov ahead of her. She's got to but fight one of those. Out.
2: But they are out. Are they
0: both out, too?
2: Yeah. Okay. okay. Like I said, the only people that are active in the division right now that can that can go for a fight is Whaley Zhang, now Carla Esparza, uh, JJ, and Marina Rodriguez. All right? JJ and Marina Rodriguez are on are, have have losses, are currently on a loss. All right? Carla Esparza is on a four-fight win streak. She goes after Whaley Zhang. Okay. JJ goes after Marina. Even though Marina is ranked nine, okay, those are the fi- those are your fighters.
0: By the way, Nina Ansarov. do you, do, you, do you do you know who uh who who she's attached to? Ooh. Amanda Ooh. Nunes. Ooh.
2: Ooh. What is it about that? Is she the one that's having the
0: kid? Yep. She sick, yes. she gave birth. She gave birth uh, a month ago, so she said she wants to fight within six months after the giving birth. So she wants to get She's back not, in the ring quick.
1: No, that's not quick. Six months. That's, that's, a, that's some time. most fighters take two fights in six months.
0: Yeah, but you just had a baby. Come on now, you I'm, gotta
1: let the, I'm not hating, don't, dude. I'll no
0: don't wonder, no it, wonder why the United States of, doesn't have like maternity is, leave.
1: This over in <laughs> People like division. George <laughs> Carlos Barza fights Wayley Zang. Um, Tatiana Suarez fights Rose Namajunas, and have we seen Claudia Godelia against JJ yet? Yes, Did they fight
0: because Cla- JJ was one fight away from wiping out that division. JJ has fought all of the all of the yes. you know the the more tenured fighters in that. She's fought Jessica Andrange tw- twice, I believe. She's fought Claudia Gadelha once or twice, um, Rose twice. You know, it, she's fought a lot of people, and that's why. You know, people are like, well, you know, Rose Dama or Wei Li Zhang, Zhang Wei Li is going to be, you know, the, you know, the the greatest strawweight ever. It's like, you realize what JJ has done in her career. JJ was putting, picking them up and putting them down quick. Quick. So, and we're sitting here, we just spent like 10 minutes talking about uh, Carla Esparza. (laughs) Like, well, why no, are we talking we about Carla talking about Esparza about anyway? Why? Why? Women's <laughs> division hold on,
2: women. hold on, hold on. Stop that. Okay, see, that's what a lot of people don't understand about Carla Esparza. She's on a four-fight win streak. She has put together four wins, all who right?
1: Did who, did, who did she
2: beat? Four fighters that said I
1: can beat Carla who, Esparza. Who did she just beat this weekend? Uh, yeah, that wait. I'll <laughs> know, I'll Maria Rodriguez. Today.
2: Marina Rodriguez. Okay. You hear what I'm saying? It's like... Okay. Uh, but see, see that, and, and see that, that's the thing. We cannot... All right, if they're in the top 10, we cannot underplay these fighters because guess what? They're in the top 10. Regardless of what, what division they are, they are, if they're in a rank, if they got a number beside their
1: name, we really can't discredit them like that because that's how we, no, we cheapen the We just did fight. something totally different five minutes ago. We just talked about how... how to. Other than the top three in that division, how everybody else was nowhere near their skill level. But once again, that's where we
2: come in with the force, the evolution. Okay, because we got to get these fighters in here. We got to get these killers fighting the fighting these other fighters, so we get her- them in the mix and get them and get them right. That's how right. we do
0: it. Get them leveling up. That's what we want to do. Okay. That's right. Can we talk about the the Fabricio Verdum and Alexander Gustafsson? Now, I called this one. I called this one. I said this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I feel like Captain Obvious because if anyone said this wasn't going to happen, then they really need to check their knowledge. Give me, send me your MMA card because you got Alexander Gustafson coming up from light heavyweight, coming up to heavyweight, fighting Fabricio Verdum. Alexander's like last fight when Alexander fought uh, John Jones. John Jones took him down and and basically held him down. And su- I don't know if it was a submission. I think it was a TKO. But but you had to know that Fabricio Werdum, one of the most elite Brazilian Jiu Jitsu fighters in heavyweight, was going to take Alexander Gustafson down. Like that was a given, and submit
1: him. Like, come on, bro! By an arm bar. Arm that's, that's bar. Like- That's like uh, your big brother uh, beating you up in front of the crowd. Stop hitting
0: yourself. Stop hitting yourself. That's what it is.
1: So so, so I'm going to say it. I'm going to just go ahead and put it out there
2: that I did go against the grain on this one. Okay. Mm. I did go against the grain. Mm. I did it. I did it because I was like, okay. (laughs) Alex is going to go to a new division. He's got a new mindset. We'll see how it happened. What happened? He met the brick wall, and when you hit the, when you meet the brick wall, there's only two things that's going to happen. Either you're going to get over it, or you're going to go through it. And he went through it, and guess, and he got an armbar and a pat on the back. And if you notice, after after he got, after Fabrizio was getting up, he patted him on the back and said something to him, which was, and I know what he said. Welcome to the he- welcome to the heavyweights. As he got up, so hey, <laughs> I'll take mine with mayo and mustard,
0: please. There you go. That's Eat that crow, Mister Yeah, so I I, I, had, I had to change that setting so you could hear so you could hear me uh, playing the playing the sound there.
2: Can, can get my X Files theme up, but yeah, you got I, that going. No, I, I, it, it, Trust it, me, he did it quick too, didn't he, John? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It was saw, it was you, you he saw was waiting too. on it. You saw that too. Okay, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to say. Okay. All At right. Any rate.
0: So, so yeah. It. I mean, it. It was. It was good. alexander It was uh, a great fight. You know, K, KC. KC is 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 chatting over here. He said that Gustafsson looked fat. Um.
2: He didn't look fat. He looked full. <laughs> he looked He looked full. That it looks filled out. I'm. I was okay with that. Now, if you want to talk about somebody that was looking a little chunky in they Valley Tudo shorts. Uh, we could talk about the next fight.
0: Oh, and that's the one that got left off. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes it is. Uh, uh, Shogun Hua defeated Little Nog via unanimous decision. It was unanimous. And this right?
2: was a that, yeah. Well, it was a unanimous decision, as was the previous two uh, two fights. It's a three <laughs> zero. Okay, so uh, this one, this one, uh, this one was a um, is a pride fight. Okay, because you got to understand it's time they they, move. It, yeah, th- you gotta understand the the history between the 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 and, and and the Huas because one one is from Brazilian top team, the other one is from uh, uh, shoot the Box. Shoot the Box. Now shooter Box is full of crazy people. Okay, like <laughs> like Vanderlei Silva and everything. Because when they train, they go in, they fight, and, and and that's cool. All right, if you're into that, but. It was almost when they were in their twenties. It was like a gang style mentality. These guys were like Crips and Bloods. I mean, they see each other. They were ready to scrap right there. It didn't matter if it was in the ring, in the streets, behind the stage, uh, at the beach. There is a fight on the beach between um, between oh god was it? It was a it was a Gracie and I believe it was a Noguera that they had that they had a videotape on the beach back in the day okay and it was crazy but it, i would say that that this was a this was a throwback it was a great fight it was a great fight for the masters division that really needs to happen i don't know why y'all keep playing with me
0: oh my okay. gosh here we Seriously, go
1: you know i i thought that same thing as well john yeah you're looking like, at you like this makes the case for a a masters division
2: because yeah, you got these fighters. As long as these fighters are training people, as long as they keep see, keep smelling the sweat in the gym, and they keep and they keep feeling that, they keep tasting that iron in their blood when they're rolling, they're gonna be wanting to fight. Okay, they want to get back in that ring. Go ahead and get them get a master division, open weight like the old school UFC used I to be. No. Nah, don't know about
0: that now. Open weight. We keep
2: some people safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna be talking weight. about keeping fighters safe. Oh yeah, we're gonna segue into that too. All right, cause I got the perfect judge for that, and you know (laughs) we'll just say we we just we just just let them go open way and just go for it. Just for you know a a good the old pride rounds. Five minutes for the first round, three minutes for the second round, and three minutes for the third round. No soccer kicks though. That's the only thing. Okay,
0: so so I propose for those of you listening out there that we start a drinking game. So every time that. That John Keys references oh, wow. a masters division, you got to take a drink. Okay. Every every uh, time that John Keys references John Jones and Daniel Cormier and some l- jilted love affair, you got to take a drink. When okay. Kelechi references <laughs> a, a fighters a, a fighters union, you got to take a drink. Got
1: to take two drinks.
0: Two drinks. <laughs> Anytime I lament over the fact that Kelechi has my belt in Denver, you got to take a drink.
1: (laughs) I just finished half a beer just based on. I'm
2: just saying, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you do this, I advise you to do this with non-alcoholic drinks because if you do it with alcoholic drinks, your liver will not like you ever. (laughs) I
1: just finished (laughs) half a beer. Just don't so know him naming those three. Right? We get really all, all of those on this episode alone.
0: This already. episode alone. We've already done it.
2: And if Factory X is mentioned. You, you got to take a gotta, drink. No, no, you got to take the whole drink at that point. Okay. <laughs> so we will give you alcohol poisoning is what we're saying in the end. Tom. Yeah. Okay? I, I, I think <laughs> that
0: we should probably add something to the website, which is the Combat Sports Talk drinking game.
2: I think we should. I, we could do that. I can do that absolutely why not it's, it's,
0: it's oh yes kelechi has a good one right here he says drink every time john says play my music
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and to think that um, on the welcome video i said that john keys is a is a conspiracy theorist and he's like i am not a conspiracy theorist but the number of times he says play my music come on bro <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no, I'm just saying that I already know what you're thinking. I'm just going ahead and give you the carpet to put me on. Okay, that's all, all right. I'm saying.
0: Man. I got you. I got you. I, I I don't mind playing the music. Yeah. All
2: well, right. Good. All good, right. good fight though. It's a, it was a good. It was a good throwback fight. You know, for for those two fighters, it would it went fast. It was it was a hard hitting fight. There was no give between the between oh, either one of them.
0: Round so one. Round one. I mean, it, it's pretty amazing what uh, what Shogun Hua took because he was taking some bombs, and you know, it was funny. I was looking at some of the the, the comments, and they were like, "Shogun Hua broke the rules of the fight, no takedowns." Yes,
2: exactly, and that's and that's <laughs> legit. That's
0: legit. Lil Nog had had him had him turned <laughs> into a wrestler.
2: Yep, turned him into a wrestler real quick. But anyway, moving on.
0: All right, in the main event of the evening, Robert Whitaker defeated Darren Till via unanimous decision. Uh, you know, I, I, I've said that Robert Whitaker was a was a complete fighter. I said it. He is a complete fighter. He is not necessarily on the level of Izzy Adesanya. We saw that. We got to see what happens when a complete fighter faces the last style bender, and it doesn't work out well for for that guy. But. When you look at everybody else that Robert Whitaker has fought, he has been game. He has been there and in there in their face. Now Darren Till still relatively young in this particular sport, so I think that 185 is the right weight class for him. But I think he needs to get yes. a little more season because I think Robert Whitaker exploited some of the some of the holes in his game. But you know, Darren Till, I think is going to be around too. This was a great fight. Uh, if you like that kind of that kind of a battle, yes. And if there's a, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs>
1: I, I just had an opportunity to watch this fight maybe literally 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And I kept hearing everybody talking about, you know, the technical prowess of both and how it was such a technical fight back and forth. And, you know, um, given I only got to to basically glance at the fight. But from what I saw, man, these guys were going at it. I was I saw head kicks being thrown. Um, your boy Whitaker, he, he really changed up his MMA style. Like he came out first, he was in his karate stance, and I saw him break out the wrestling, just doing different things. Um, so I, I can really see what, what why fans were excited about this fight, just off the little bit I saw.
0: Uh, one of the things that I, that I think that we did not talk about in the last um, in the last fight. Or in the last episode when we were talking about like get, getting up for this, Um, Robert Whittaker has been dealing with a lot of things in his life though, like he remember he has missed two championship fights because of like near life threatening injuries, and mm-hmm. then and and then he I believe he had a, a daughter who was very sick, and she may have passed like a, like a young toddler age daughter, and I'm I'm trying to find it but. I believe that that was something else that was um, that was providing, you know, taking up his his attention while he was um, while he was fighting. Um, yeah, man. so he had to he had to donate bone marrow for his sick daughter, but I think I think she did pass. Uh, I don't I didn't know that
1: that's, that's news. Yes.
0: Let's see here, um, or maybe she's not. Dead. I don't mean. To... Okay, you guys find it while we while we go on. Um, All right, go
2: ahead. I'll look. I'll
0: look. Yeah. Um, I I I I know that she had she 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 needed um, um, she she needed him to give bone marrow or something like that, and so that was keeping him out of fighting while he was trying to take care of his daughter but I'm not sure that if she survived or not. So um, while you guys look for that, we'll go on um, to keep the show going. This is, we're going to close the book on this one, put it back on the shelf, that uh, this card is history. We're going to go into finding the angles and talk about the headlines that are making waves out of UFC on ESPN 14. All right, this is the finding the angles. This is where we're gonna talk about some headlines. The first thing I want to talk about is Kazmat Kamzat, dang <laughs> it. I, I practice I, I I Kabig.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what they're calling him. <laughs> kabig.
0: Kamzat Chamayev. There you go. That's I have been practicing it and then I blew it on the on, you know when I when I got to try to do it. Kamzat Chamayev. He is basically Big Khabib, or Kabig, as, as we will now call him. Um, but what makes him special, you know, because we were, we were really following people like, you know, from Dagestan, Zabit Magomed Sharapov, right? Like this tall, lanky, 145-pound fighter who's making his way up. And then you got Kamzad, who just shows up, fights two fights in 11 days, outstrikes his opponents like 190-something to two. and 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 now he's like i will i i will smoke everybody he's like i'm going to crush everybody anybody you put in the ring i'm going to crush him yeah, this guy was this was guy is taking popery. the yeah this guy is taking the taking taking the ufc by storm just like habib did like remember when habib first got to the uh, ufc he he suplexed the dude like four times in a row yeah, just sure. dropping a dude on his head like the the, the guy was getting getting oh. ragdolled and 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 this is what Shmaev is doing to, to at least to the last two fighters that he fought, they they, they zero strikes and two strikes in two fights. That's that was yeah. the offense against him. That's, That's sheer Adam domination. He, took,
1: he he turned around and asked Dana for a quick turnaround again. He's like, why even bother leaving the island? I might as <laughs> well just stay and fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Know. you know, this, this this is becoming more and more like Enter the Dragon. Uh, what was the movie? Uh, yeah, was it End of the Dragon where they took him to the island? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So think about it in terms of that. Like with Khabib here, he's fought two fights. Leave me on the island. I'm fighting again. Basically, that, that 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 is the storyline of the movie. If you if you kept winning, you stayed on the island. If you lost, you got killed or fed to the sharks.
2: Or became a drug dealer. Remember that the the dude, the main villain was trying to make Jim Brown into a, into a, uh was it Jim Brown Jim Kelly Jim Kelly Jim Kelly, <laughs> Jim Kelly. Yeah, he tried
1: telling hey, you me... Tell. date not Ryan don't even know who Jim Kelly Carponded. is. Man, I, I know who Jim John Kelly John, is, Jim Jim is Jim. but that's
0: because I had an uh, you know because of the internet.
1: Oh, <laughs> turn
2: off your video, okay? We, me and George will just finish it up. Goodness, oh my god! Well, yeah, Jim uh, Kelly. He wanted Jim Kelly to to sell drugs and jim kill's like man you you remind me of some comic book villain and he got killed for it so yeah and the dragon classic
0: all right so so i i just want to say i, I guess my, my big question is after seeing kamzat Chemaev, aka kabig in two fights in 11 days are you on the hype train
1: We need to add that one to the drinking jack game too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, um, yeah, I'm on that hype train, man. I'm, I'm signing up for it. I, I I like his attitude, man, that he wants these quick turnarounds that at some point that that's going to be detrimental to him. But if, if he's healthy, if he didn't sustain any damage, um, yeah, stick around, go ahead and get another fight in real quick. Absolutely. Hey, if he's
2: if he thinks he's healthy enough to do it, let him in the ring. Okay, do it, Uncle Dana. He said he wants a quick turnaround. From what I'm seeing here on 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 the internet, they are looking for a quick turnaround for this man. That's what I'm talking about.
1: They got they got a lot of fight cards
0: to fill, man. But where are you right. gonna, can he even get into the United States though? He can't yeah, need get there.
1: Apparently, Think about it. In less than a month, we're gonna fight. have we're gonna have another fight on the island. All the, all the big uh, shows are taking place on the island right now, from what I understand.
0: Uh, not 253, so, yeah. though. 253 is going to be uh, in, in Vegas. That's okay. uh, Daniel Cormier versus... So far. Daniel Cormier so far. versus um, uh, Stipe Miocic. That's going to be in the United States. But maybe 254. I don't know that it's been booked yet. Uh, John, John Keys, are you on the hype train for Kabig.
2: For a man with that type of attitude and that type of skill set, I'm about to say, yeah, because now we're we always wanted it to be at the at the heavier weights. We ain't got to want that no more because now we got it. OK, so, yeah, let's see how far he goes. Let's see who, who Dana, Uncle Dana puts up against, puts him up against next.
0: All right. Well, you know, I'm on the hype train. You know, even though he he's hailing from Sweden, that's the flag they put on him. We know we know where he really from. So uh, yeah, I I I'm I'm on the hype train for that, and uh, I, wherever he's going, I got him. All right, all right, here we go. Let's talk about the other big big headline coming out of this, and it was interesting because this it wasn't main card stuff, you know, this is undercard stuff. But Francisco Trinaldo versus Jay Herbert. Now this Ooh. was one that's got every. Oh, so, can catch up. You have. Francisco Trinaldo, he's a bit of a veteran in in the game. Jay Herbert, he's coming up, um, and Herbert is winning the fight. I mean, he's already rocked Francisco Trinaldo coming into I believe the third round. Um, mm-hmm. Trinaldo lands a kick, followed by a punch. You've got you 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 got him going back and forth, and then Trinaldo comes over with a hard overhand I guess the overhand left and and catches uh, Herbert. Right like right in in the middle of the forehead, Herbert falls to the ground, stunned. Trinaldo runs up to him, looks at him like you're you're done, but herb is standing there, and he doesn't know what else to do, so he starts dropping bombs on 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 Jay Herbert. Everybody's freaking out. People are yelling, stop the fight, and eventually, after four unsustained blows. Herb Dean comes and stops the fight. So everybody's upset. Commentators, uh, Dan Hardy is yelling in the face of Herb Dean that he needs to do his job. Now, this comes after a previous fight where people felt like the fight was stopped late. and then this one happened. So Herb Dean is now kind of under fire for having stopped the fight really late. and and you know, we joke about it here on the show, but I guess the big question is, was it a late stoppage?
2: <clears throat> I'm, I, 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 I see both. I see both sides. I, unfortunately, unfortunately, I see both sides. I can see where people are saying that he was wrong. I can see where people are. People can say he was right. Okay, the, it, it all depends on from Herb Herb Dean's point of view. When I mean, from what we saw, dude got hit he got starched, okay, and hit the ground like as if you let your surfboard hit the ground. That's how hard he hit the ground. And I, I saw it, and I was like, okay, he's just going to walk over there, and he's going to walk off. No, Herb just sat there and watched like, you know, you're going to finish that off? Okay, you're going you gonna to finish off that cornbread? Uh, and he did <laughs> You, and you he... want your cornbread? <laughs> <laughs> I hate to laugh about it, but yeah, and... You know he didn't the dude started dropping bombs, and then he stopped it. Dan Hardy, however, you could hear him yelling to stop the fight. And not only could you hear him yelling on on from his mic, you could hear him in the ring. And that can be a problem because as a judge, I mean as a ref, if you hear with an with a with a empty room like that, if you hear somebody that isn't one of the corners, screaming stop the fight's over stop the fight that could be that could be a bad call a real bad call for the ref so
1: who's herb, wrong i didn't get to see the fight yet so i'm probably going to watch it later tonight but herb has been on the defense already talking about his his take on it and he he said something to the effect of you know we all when, when we're in there and the only people there are us. There's no fans. Mm-hmm. And so each of us has our, our job descriptions outlined, laid out before us. And when I've got somebody yelling, stop the fight over here, you know, to he basically said, I have to drown that out. Because I have to understand that I, I'm either giving a, a person an opportunity to intelligently defend themselves or vice versa. I'm taking some opportunities away from somebody. I don't agree with Dan Hardy yelling at Herb Dean to stop the fight. Herb Dean is a veteran wef- ref, and we all know referees make mistakes. Fighters make mistakes. Fighters kick people in the balls. Fighters knee people when the- and an opponent is down. Stuff happens in a fight. And you can't expect 100% accurate decisions from a referee on the fly in... I don't know how many fights he refed that night or, or didn't or whatever. And then on top of that, there's already... Um, what, what would you call it? Uh, something in the air because there was a previous fight that wasn't stopped in a timely fashion. So we're already skewed towards stopping fights early because we've seen something bad happen. You get what I'm saying? Right. I'd like to say that I trust in Herb Dean. I haven't seen the fight yet. I, that may change once I get a look at it and, and see everything it is but what I can say um, is that in totality all of the fights that we've seen now without a crowd appear on surface level to be more violent more traumatic to to fighters um, we're, we're seeing more guys take and sustain damage and and just in general so I'd like to get a look at it Right now I wanna say I, I side on I side on Herb Dean's side. He's 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 a veteran ref in the game. Herb is not in there making mistakes on purpose or flippantly just not following up with, with things he should. If if he didn't stop a fight, one either it's something he didn't see or there's something he saw that we didn't see. It's as simple as that.
0: So, you know, I I I'll go to where Daniel Cormier and Ariel Hawane were talking about it. And and so we saw we saw Jai, uh, Jai uh, Herbert get starched. I mean, he hit the ground, you know, just full back. He hit it hard. Yeah. But but when you look at different camera angles, you see that even when he was on the ground, he had one hand up next to his jaw, and then one hand up to the sky, um, and it, it looked as though he was making eye contact with the with with his opponent. So. Um, you know, it wasn't one of those things where, you know, I know that Kalechi Ke- will always laugh when I call it the stiffy, where you, you get hit and you just get stiff, you know, and you fall to the ground. It wasn't that kind of thing, right? And we, we talk about, like, when fighters, when fighters are um, defenseless, when you have both of your hands on the ground and you're not defending your head, then you... You're defenseless. Uh, You—that's you, not, not de- intelligent, intelligent defense. <laughs> but this guy had his hand, at least one hand, up, and and you know, it, it. Herb Dean is in the right position. It's up to Herb Dean to stop the fight. So whether or not um, Herbert should have taken extra strikes or not is is not a not of the consequence or not not for no, Francisco Trinaldo's problem. The fight is still going. He hasn't been called off. So he has to throw. He has to. For his, you have
1: to force the referee's hand in a situation like that. Right, and so if, and... if, as a fighter, I, I say this to all fighters out there, when you're in a position where you have to question whether or not a referee is supposed to interfere in something, you have to force the referee's hand, and that that does mean inflicting damage on someone as a result, because otherwise, he's just going to look at you that's that's his job at that point. If you're not finishing that fight, the referee's job is to observe and intervene if necessary. So you have to you have to create the circumstances necessary for him to intervene. You get what I'm saying? You have to to force the referee's hand in a situation like that.
0: I have been very critical of Herb Dean in previous fights. I you know, if Colettechi was here, he would tell you that I've always been protect the fighter. I would rather see a fight stopped early then see it stopped late. However, I do not think this is one of those times where it was a fight that was stopped too late. Um, you know, I've gone and I've seen it. Um he did look like he he I mean, he did look rocked when he went to the ground, but given the fact that he had a hand up, the fact that he was finding his target and to see where his his opponent was, I don't think that there is enough that could have been Done to say that the fight needed to stop immediately. Immediately when he hit the ground. I felt like there needed to be at least a few strikes. Maybe not four. I don't know. But the, the fight needed to continue because we see knockdowns all the time. We see knockdowns all the time and fighters get back up and they find a way to get their bearings. So you have to at least be able to walk in there and 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 Prove that you have finished this fight, and that's what Trinaldo eventually did, and so therefore we got the victory. I think that it was probably unnecessary. And one of the things that that came out that uh, John, Big John McCarthy said is that um, Dan Hardy knows Jay, yeah, Herbert. Jay Herbert. They have a relationship. They 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 train together. So maybe this was him emoting because he saw his dude his friend getting whooped remember we, we we talked about you see somebody getting beat up in an alley you can't just sit there and let, watch, watch, watch this happen that's what that's basically what was happening with Dan Hardy this dude that I care for just got dropped and now he's going to eat three maybe four big bombs to the face while we wait for this fight to get ended so mm. you got to take that into consideration Uh, you know, um, so there you, you know, go. Go ahead.
1: It, it, it's been very interesting having these fights without a crowd because we're we're getting to see so many things that you don't normally see spotlighted as a result of the crowd. You get what I'm saying? Like you're hearing things that you wouldn't normally get to hear. You're hearing fighters take shots. You're hearing corners. You're hearing commentators making. Um, suggestions to fighters during the fight, things like that that we don't we don't normally get to hear as a result of having a crowd, man. So, you know, I can't say this has been an interesting experiment in the way of not having a crowd, and I'm I'm honestly, I wouldn't mind once we do get back to normal, having some opportunities where we see crowdless fights still. You hear what I'm saying? Like, I know we got to bring the crowd back for much, for for the sake of the box office and money and things like that. I know that that is a money maker. But I, I'd also be interested in, from time to time, seeing some of these big fights take take place without a crowd. It, it has been an interesting experiment, and we've gotten to see some some pretty entertaining as well as enlightening experiences as a result. So.
0: Let's go around. Let's go around the horn here, and and just see what uh, what you guys think. Number one, do you prefer the fights with the fans or without?
2: Um, now that I've seen it without, I'm actually enjoying them. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I actually enjoy it. because um, you hear so much, you can actually hear the conversation that goes on in the ring. You can hear, you know, it, everything changes. All right, and we actually do get to see the difference between fighters who are hyped by the crowd versus fighters who really know how to fight or in there to whoop that butt. Okay, so yeah. I mean, can we see the UFC fight nights without the crowds and maybe the, the pay-per-views with the crowd? I like that format. I like or, to see that or
1: vice versa. Do fight nights mm. with the crowd and big pay-per-views. Just fly over to the island get it on fella's fight island you know right. or enter you the dragon's you get to go yeah. to get the island
0: <laughs> yeah i for me i have been a fan of the 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 not having the crowd i actually like being able to hear the fighters talking to each other i like them reacting to the the commentators i like hearing the coaches calling out instructions i like hearing the punch land i like hearing the le- leg kick land and it reverberate all throughout the empty arena, like all of that is is uh, wonderful for me i i don 't like the person who's yelling "woo all the time and just randomly yelling "woo" in the audience i i don 't like hearing the booing when a fighter wins a fight but the crowd didn 't like the way happy. the crowd isn't happy about it or you know or the times when there are a the fight in the in the audience that seems to always happen at these types of events when people mix fighting with drinking but you know so i like it with 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 no crowd but i know that that's you know like you said george there's money in the in the gate and you've got to have a gate if you want to make that money yeah all right last story and then we'll go into the uh to the fight card all right Seven-second knockout of the female boxer. Now, did anybody see it?
1: I saw the video. Remind me of the names. I think I did see this video. So, um... She comes out and gives that two-piece in a soda.
0: Yeah, and
2: it's you over. The
1: girl is yeah. stiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I heard...
2: Uh, it was... um Sinesa, Sinesa Estrada. And... Let's see here. What was the
0: Atkins.
1: other one? Atkins? Yeah. Sineesa, Estrada, sure. and Adkins. There are consequences to not coming out wet.
0: Yeah. Literally. No, well, yeah. so this is the thing that, that people don't know because it's a shocking video when you see it. Because basically, uh, Estrada comes across from her corner, walks over, pop, pop pop, and then it's over. Yeah. Like that is all. But what you don't know is that the lady who got knocked out is a forty two year old fighter who had recently turned pro. She had five fights under her belt. All five of those fights were people who had less experience than her.
2: And she just started Deal. boxing at thirty-nine.
0: Yeah, so she has only been boxing for three years. Still. And All and right. she she was a late fight replacement for a pro fighter in Estrada who just finished beating an Olympian.
1: Yeah. So, so, I mean, okay, you have a lamb and lion and you're like saying this fight shouldn't have been made.
0: I think Uh, perhaps we should have not made this fight, Golden Boy Productions.
2: Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where I have to I'll say it that no, Golden Boy should not have made this fight. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure that there were people that looked at the contract, that there were people that were in the gym that was training her. And in the end, herself that should have sat there and was like, I don't know about this one.
0: Maybe she was, maybe she was like, I don't don't know know about this.
2: Cause somebody, a lot of people failed before she even stepped in the ring, which even, Hey, once you step in that ring, you're saying, Hey, whatever happens, happens. Okay. If I go out there and she puts the shabibity paps on me and I'm on the ground, that's what it is. Shabibity paps. All now,
0: right? is, is, is that our word of the day?
2: I think that's going to be our words of the day. Forget, the, forget your SAT today. Okay. <laughs> we are on the weekend. Shabibity right? paps. Shibivity Paps, okay. You wanna know what a Shibivity Paps
0: is? I that's got
2: what,
0: seven second a, knockout. That's what a Shibivity Pap is. It takes you longer say to say Subivity Paps.
1: <laughs> Literally, okay.
2: That's what your cat gives you. That's what your cat gives you when it's mad at you, and then it, it starts striking you real fast and hits you for like five a five piece combo. That's the Shibivity Paps. Okay. It's a <laughs> and that's, ironically, exactly what happened to that girl's face. Was, and that was it. That was right? it.
0: so... so that was it. So, I got a question for you, George. Have you ever seen uh, a fight like this? I mean, you've refereed um, some fights. I Actually, I know the answer to this because there was some that we were there for when we went over and did the live event over at um, Dominion where there was one fighter who is very talented and another fighter who's very green and you see this clear and you're like, Oh my gosh, we can't, this, this should not go on.
1: How does that happen? Bad matchmaking. Um, in situations like what we saw at DFC, it, it there is also the fact that you're not having a deep enough talent pool to draw from. Um, particularly when you you when you mix uh, combat sports such as boxing and kickboxing on Muay Thai, which I think you saw that at DFC. There yes. were boxing matches as well as kickboxing matches. And so you'll get there, and let's say there's a matchup you had in a kickboxing fight. Your guy didn't show up. You want a replacement? Yeah, we got one, but it's this boxer over here. Well, I'm a Muay Thai fighter. Yeah, well, just throw your hands. Against a, boxer, <laughs> a guy, against a guy who's been training boxing all his life. Clear oh. skill separation. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or vice versa, a boxer who comes out and is like, yeah, I don't have a matchup, but I'm here to fight. Oh, you want me to take this Muay Thai fight against this guy? Yeah, okay. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't have shin guards. Yeah, give me those two uh, little thin pads right there. Oh, that's how you kick, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah, you. Yeah. You see it all the time in, in either small promotions or smokers and things like that that take place. So I, 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 I'm not surprised at a seven-second knockout of a fighter whose record wasn't made public necessarily and who was placed in late last minute. It, it's 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 actually very common in combat sports. Wow. There you go. Well, you, guys, you see it all the time, even in the UFC. Masvidal took a fight on six days. (gasps) Excuse me. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's not even a week. God took a week to make the world.
0: (laughs) That man said, I'm fighting a
1: world champion on six
2: days. Oh, wow. He's giving hype to Street Jesus. There you go. He's giving them some hype. Oh, my
0: goodness. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the last segment of the show. This is The Fight Card. All right, this is the fight card. This is where we look at the fights that are coming up this weekend. Wouldn't you believe it? We had four fights in 14 days on Fight Island. Come back the very next week. We've got another fight at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. They are trying to make that quota. They are putting fights back to back to back to back to back.
1: I get a call, Dana White. On, I'll, I'll take a multi-time fight <laughs> wait mike tyson so, getting fights i so, can't wait, get one i'm so,
0: we're the same age so, somebody gonna let you fight
1: you go.
0: Uh, go. <laughs> 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 even you i even got you <gasps>
2: I'm
1: actually for something right now. all right me. okay
0: we ain't saying nothing
1: just in case
0: all right we ain't Oklahoma. saying nothing
1: I hope, okay. I hope she doesn't watch this tonight. Oh, I'm at her house too now, so yeah, oh, I got to be really yeah. quiet. Yeah.
0: By the way, I didn't put it on screen, but 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 Kelechi was wanting to know about the wicked poster behind you.
1: Mm, I oh. bet. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Casey to be quiet, because I have an idea or two of what he's really up to, and and he don't want me to call him out.
0: Oh, suki <laughs> suki now. What's the word? I gotta go back. We gotta we gotta make that a drop.
1: pap.
0: Shibibidi pap.
2: How you say it, John? Shibibidi paps.
0: Shabibity paps.
2: It sounds exactly what it's. It, it, it you spell it out just like it sounds. Shabibity paps.
0: Yeah, we, we, that that is that is now part of the combat sports talk lexicon. Shabibity paps.
2: That's when you get more than five punches in the space of a second.
0: There you go. All right. Well, we might see some shabibity paps this weekend. It is UFC Fight Night fifteen. Brunson versus Shabazian. Uh, August 1st, 2020, at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. There's a bunch of fights on the card. Um, not a lot of the biggest names, um, but there's still some really good fighters on this card. Um, we'll just run through it. If you guys want to talk about any particular fight, just jump in. Chris Gutierrez versus Luke Sanders. You got Ray Borg uh, versus Nathan Manis. Jonathan Martinez versus Frankie Sayens. C- Randy Brown versus Vicente Luque. Uh, Joanne Calderwood versus Jennifer Maya. Joanne JoJo, they like that's to call her. Gonna, uh,
2: that might be a very interesting jiu-jitsu fight. Something tells me that's going to be I a good fight. A I thought Calderwood
0: was, a, was, a, was, a, was, was more of a striker.
2: Well, she's about to learn. She about to, <laughs> I hope her ground game is up because I, I believe Jennifer Maya is
0: a, uh, uh, has a black belt in jiu-jitsu. But her last jiu-jitsu. name is Maya. You know what right. I like to say. Yeah,
2: you know that Brazilian blood is strong. Okay.
0: Last name Maya, most dangerous man at welterweight before Gilbert Burns got on the screen. I know, right? Okay. Uh, Ed, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ed Herman versus Daung Jung, Trevin Giles versus Jun Young Park, Marcus Perez versus Eric Spicely, and the main event of the evening: Darrett Brunson versus Edmund Shabazian.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought Trevin Giles was fighting Kevin Holland. Uh,
0: uh maybe, maybe it was the late fights replacement.
1: Uh, yeah, I think Kevin stepping in to take take that. Kevin said he'll be your Huckleberry. All right. <laughs> and then there's another one I think you missed off of there. Did you, uh, did you say Lando's fight, Lando Venato, Bobby Green?
0: No, I don't no, I have He to... did
1: not. He did not say that. No, he didn't. Why Ryan, what's going on, boy? I got to keep you up to date on stuff? It, it just right depends. It
0: depends on where I get the card from because I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't always get it from the same place and I because I don't go to the UFC because it's harder to format for the run sheet. So I usually get it from like MMA Junkie or whatever, and they may not be up to date. Not calling out MMA Junkie, just saying, using you as an example. That's all. I'm not saying that I got your I think, this from I think he's
1: taking shots at you, MMA junkie. I, I love I, MMA. I junkie. heard
2: that. I heard that, and I wasn't gonna say nothing, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you are correct. Um, Bobby Green versus Lando Venata. Kevin Holland versus Trevin Giles.
1: Yeah, I, I think actually this is a pretty interesting card. I'm not necessarily interested in in the in the Brunson fight although Edmund is what like 11 and 0 if i'm not mistaken. That's correct. Um but i'm definitely interested in the Vicente Luque fight and Randy Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Lando Venata and Bobby Green, i like that fight. Uh, Lando's, you know, Lando's a pretty wild and crazy fighter, man. Oh, oh, not wild and crazy, what's the word? Of, he's an exciting fire Fighter. He does some uh, unorthodox things that tend to win him fights. And we're all familiar with Kevin Holland right now, the trailblazer. Trailblazer to the top. Go check that's him out right. if you haven't heard about him already.
0: Hometown hero. You know we're on that hype train.
1: Well, speaking of hometown heroes, Trevin Giles is out of Texas, too, if I'm not mistaken. So we got a Texas connection coming up here.
0: All right. Man, so that kind of runs.
1: That's one uh, to keep on uh, your eyes on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Uh, and just a footnote. Hey, sorry, did you ever say you were on the Kevin Holland hype train? I did. All right, all right, all right. What I, about you,
0: John? I jumped on the Kevin yeah, Holland hype train when when we saw him do the late fight replacement against uh, Tiago Santos, and he fought him like tough. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I need to see one
2: more fight. I think I said I need to see one more fight before I jump on the hype train. So here we got our second fight with him. If he if if he's about that if he's about that work, I'm gonna be on the
1: hype train too. Guys, speaking of hype trends, I'm gonna tell y'all: if you get a chance, go out on your Instagram and follow one of his coaches, Derwin Lamb, here out of uh, the the Dallas-Fort Worth area as well. He puts up some pretty interesting uh, content, and he is not afraid to speak his mind about issues and or things going on in the fight community.
2: All right. Uh, just one footnote: um, Jennifer Maya. Uh, she is why she does have a. Uh, she does have brazilian jiu-jitsu training she is a muay thai and boxing specialist out of the shoot to box academy so mm. she she crazy too and um yeah she's she's coming off a loss to caitlin chikugian but so it's gonna but be, Chikugi, it's gonna be a chikugian,
0: chikugian is 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 an up-and-coming fighter like yes she is so yeah i don't i don't see that as a as a as a bad loss, right there. I mean, all uh, losses no, no, no. are bad, but some b- losses are worse than others. If you get beat by the Shibibity Paps, then that's a bad yeah. loss.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> real bad. But uh, yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be a striking contest after all. So Jojo well, and
1: uh, and Jennifer are gonna gonna get the scrapping. Uh, don't be fooled by some of these female fights, man. I mean, we just saw it back at what was it the the um, the prior UFC fight now? What's her name? Ariana uh, Lipsky. And Joanna yes. Carolina, Carolina yes. comes in as the Muay Thai specialist. Lipsky said, "Hold my beer and give me your knee." Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That
0: was a nasty knee bar. Oh, even just oh, seeing the steel shot. We talked about that. Ugh. Yeah, we
2: we talked ah. about it. I, did you see her look in her eye, George, when she when she looked over at her corner like, mm-hmm. "Hey, y'all want to see a want to see <laughs> t- see a leg mm-hmm. and just yank that sucker back." Wanna see a dead body? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she did have that look when she's like, You wanna see a dead body? And then she just re- she just reclined that leg into the out Dude. position and it was over.
1: It was it, over quickly. You know, for, for anybody who's trained jujitsu, when you saw her go ahead and take her time and readjust her positioning, you knew what was about to happen. Like it like somebody's leg was about to get snatched off. I was alerted and to then you, if need if for you go back and watch when it, you said and, um, that series Ow. in slow motion, you see how far that leg bends, man. Like it literally goes in a direction it should oh. not go.
2: Okay. Well, we were, we were talking we were talking about how she was in the middle uh, in the beginning of a calf slicer. Uh, um, oh God, Carolina had her in a in a, in the beginnings of a calf slicer, and she just took it. She just actually sat there and relaxed herself. To just accept the pain, and she went to work, and I was like, "That's a very scary woman." And that, and I, and I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. That is Val—that's uh, Valenshinko's next opponent. That's her next true threat. The Queen of Violence is her next true threat. So I said it, mm-hmm. again. it
0: sounds like you're on a hype train.
2: I think I am. I think I am. Uh, I'm on Lipsky's hype train. Because what I saw that night impressed me—not the fact that she was willing to, you know, yank a leg off and take it home and mount it on a wall like a UFC belt—but it was just the fact that how she composed herself when she was put in a painful position, and she just, she was just like, okay, I'm here.
0: She's like, I don't you know? take, I don't take belts. I take legs. <laughs>
1: exactly. Ari- Ariana actually styles herself as a Muay Thai fighter as well. Like she, she, she feels like she is better known for her striking as opposed to her jujitsu.
2: Well, that's because of her teacher. You know who her teacher is, don't you? Who's that? Chris Cyborg.
1: Oh. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Muay Thai though when I hear from. Cyborg. I mean, you know, she she a, trains uh, more boxing than I think she does Muay Thai. Oh
2: no, she's a Muay Thai special, She's from Shooter Box too. Mm. I think she's from yeah, because she's from she's from to Box as well. Let me make let me verify that. There. Hold on. This, we got a few we got a few seconds. Uh, we only have a few seconds. Cyborg, crazy uh, killer Chris Cyborg. Uh, ee, she is yeah she's shoot a box she is shoot a box so yeah all your killers are coming out of shoot a box academy like the old pride days alright they fight tigers people literally
0: <laughs> well you yeah. know well, we got some tigers in Oklahoma there's a king there um, haha <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's how we end the show follow us on social media on Instagram, I am Combat Sports Talk,
2: and I am Keys to Victory, and that's Keys with a E S K E Y E S.
1: I'm Darkside underscore MMA underscore. And Probably you, changing that soon too. Yeah,
0: you know, I always wondered about you having those additional underscores in in the.
1: Uh, Somebody in- else uh, has the name as well, and I, I don't, you know, I don't think they're doing much with it, but they're not giving it up, so.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta find a way to differentiate it, but uh, you know maybe we could do some brainstorming to help you get the, you know tune in next week when we reveal George G Money Stallworth's new Instagram, Instagram handle. handle.
2: Man, he's just gonna. Ride, why don't you just ride up on him and be like, "Hey, what's up?"
1: Because they're in Australia. Oi, <laughs> <laughs>
2: oi, <Oy. laughs> let's go have a shoey about it, and, and you know y'all work that out, okay. <laughs>
0: That would be kind of cool to take a trip to Australia, though. That would be great. We're d- we're doing the show from Australia this week. <laughs> With, yeah, but it would be like it would be, wow, it would be something like 8 o'clock in the morning or something like that when we'd be doing it, or some crazy. Anyway, you can follow us on our website at www.combatsportstalk.com, and you can find us on all of the major uh, podcasting platforms. Look up here. That's where you can see all the places where you can find Combat Sports Talk. Follow us, like, and subscribe. That way you know every time we get a new episode that's out. Shout out to MMA Junkie. I didn't mean to call you guys out. You was just using you guys as an example. Uh, MMA Fighting, MMA Mania, Bloody Elbow, and the Intelligent Defense Discussion Group. We're holding it down. Starting the conversations that we have here on the show on that group on Facebook and all the other sites that provide the stories that we use on our show. So, on behalf of John Keyes and George G-Money Stallworth, I'm Ryan Smith reminding you to keep your hands up, your chin tucked, and throw bombs. We'll catch you next time.